Hello guys, welcome to the third episode of Pixie Pirates Princesses. My name is Abby, I am your host of the Magical Podcast, where you can get all you need to know, Disney news. So, thank you so much for choosing to listen to this episode today. I'm really excited for this one. Um, it is called You're a Human Ariel. So, in case you don't know, today we're going to be sorting the Little Mermaid characters into their Hogwarts houses. And yes, I'm trying to be more creative with the titles, because I don't know, maybe more people will enjoy it with funny titles. So, this is your R, your human, Ariel. So, um, for those of you, I'm just going to get right into it. I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but it's just a lot of venting, you know? So, for those of you who don't know, um, Hogwarts is a magical school for young witches and wizards. I'm sure you all know it's Harry Potter, so I'm just going to quickly explain what each house represents so you'll understand why I'm sorting them into the houses, and then when I say the person's house, I will explain why I put them in that house. So, first you have Gryffindor. This is the most popular. Um, this is usually people who are, like, brave. Um, let me see. Maybe I can find... I have my phone with me. I found this really cool, like, thing that says how to know, like, which house each person belongs to, you know? Here it is. <clears throat> it's just, like, a super... So, Gryffindor, this is how you, like, know. So, Gryffindor is they do what is right. So, they're the brave, they're daring, the chivalry, they're, like show-offs as well um Ravenclaws do what is wise so the wise the creative also the clever and those with like imagination when you think like Luna Lovegood also kind of dreamy and yeah and then Hufflepuff is to do what is kind so they're the loyal the just the kind the patient like Snow White basically or Cinderella and Slytherin is do what is necessary so, they're cunning, ambitious, and will do whatever it takes to be and get what they want. So, yeah, that's your explanation. I hope that made sense. So, just remember, do what is right, do what is wise, do what is kind, do what... What is the last one? Do what is necessary. So, you can definitely sort yourself by those means, too. Um, I won't tell you what mine is just so we're not biased while I go into this, (laughs) but I'll maybe I'll make like an episode and we'll sort like Disney Instagrammers. That would be so fun. Okay, here we go. So you're a human Ariel. There are 12 characters that I'm going to be sorting. So that's Ariel, Sebastian, Flounder, Prince Eric, King Triton, all of Ariel's sisters is in one. Ursula, Flotsam, Jetsam, Scuttle, Chef Luis, Max, and Grimsby. So, first is Ariel. Now, I sorted this chick into Slytherin, which a lot of people might be confused about. And to be honest, I put her in Gryffindor first. But um, then when I further thought about it, she, this girl is ambitious as heck, man. Like, she literally knows that humans aren't allowed. Like, humans killed her mother, and yet she still, like, collects all their things. She goes and watches 
them on those ships where she could clearly be seen and was clearly seen by Max and it like didn't even phase her and then she when she um gets in trouble with her dad and he breaks all her stuff she legit goes and sells her soul to like the most evil person just so she can be with this human without telling her parents or her family like yo I may never be coming back like she has no like she is not family oriented she's very much in the moment as well I don't yeah but she is so Slytherin like the Slytherin probably the most Slytherin Disney princess second most I won't tell you who the first one is just in case I do an episode like this with their movie but she's definitely I she's a hundred percent a Slytherin man like she crazy as heck okay so she's a Slytherin for all just like something so she's a Slytherin because she went and freaking sold her soul without telling anyone just because she wanted to be human without even knowing if she would like enjoy being a human she just went and did it crazy crazy all right um our next character is sebastian he's the red crab for those of you who don't know he is the red crab and i put him in slytherin as well um i think this one's a bit more obvious so if you have never seen ariel's beginning I'm so sorry about my voice. I just realized it's slowly disappearing. Um, if you've never seen Ariel's beginning, um, you don't know that Sebastian is like... Okay, so we all know he's a musician, and he's definitely very ambitious about his music. So ambition is definitely in him. He's also very cunning. So in Ariel's beginning, there's this scene. So we all know Sebastian is the king's like right-hand man. And he always told Ariel and her sisters they had to follow the rules, like no music, no nothing, because back then music was banned. Um, and then they go to this like secret music thing, and they go in, and surprise, surprise, Sebastian is like the person in charge. He's like the lead vocalist of this fish band, and like no one had any idea because he's such like he puts on this facade of being such a rule follower, and he really is. But when it comes to something that he once or really enjoys like he will break every rule to get there which is also a Gryffindor trait but I think his ambition of like wanting to be the best musician and wanting to please King Triton and like doing anything at any cost to make sure that those things happen makes him the Slytherin that he very much is so next Flounder our cute little Hufflepuff sidekick. Yes, he is 100% a Hufflepuff. Um, I don't know why can he's just he so is Hufflepuff. Like he's so loyal to Ariel and he follows her around, even though he's absolutely terrified out of his mind. He so follows her around and he helps her and he encourages her and he he's her best friend and he cries with her when she's upset. He tries to save her when. Um, Ursula takes her legs, and even when she becomes a human, he still stays by her and watches her from the ocean, and he's just your most loyal puff. I think he is the most puff Disney sidekick, because Flounder ain't letting nobody touch his Ariel. I love Flounder as well. He's such a cutie. Okay, next we have Prince Eric. 
This one, I know you're all gonna say he is a Gryffindor, which, boo, yeah, why are all the princes Gryffindors? They just all have very Gryffindor qualities. It's not my fault Disney makes them like that. So, Prince Eric is a Gryffindor, so my first example would be because um, in the shipwreck scene, his dog is drowning in the middle of a fire-ridden boat. Well, first, before his dog is drowning, he's in the- well, actually, his dog never drowns. His dog swam to safety. Um, he's in- his boat catches on fire, and he literally, as he's about to, like, jump into his raft- he goes back into the fire to save his loyal dog, and he gets his dog out, and then he passes out, and, you know, he could have just died saving his dog, but he went and he saved his dog anyway, and then also when Ariel is captured, like, he barely knows Ariel, like, she's never talked to him, he knows literally nothing about her, and then the other lady that he was gonna marry just turns to this sea witch, and kidnaps Ariel, and he decides to get on a boat and go rescue her when she literally breathes underwater. And they're probably, like, how far underwater? Like, we don't even know. Probably, like, 300 feet. Like, this dude is gonna die. But he does it anyway. Like, what? Such a Gryffindor. Very much a hold-my-beer moment for, um, Prince Eric. Alright, next we have King Triton. Um... This one was a little hard. I did consider Slytherin, but to be honest, he's not very ambitious. And I also considered Hufflepuff, but I think he fits into the Ravenclaw category. He is like the wise old man of the story, but he also is very, um, and a very, uh, character, like, a thinker. Like, he thinks before he does things, except in the aspect of Ariel. But anyways, you have to be a like smart and wise and you have to think things through when you're a ruler especially him a ruler of this undersea kingdom like no human knows you exist so i mean you could also argue that he could be a hubba-puff like he um gave his crown to save his child like that's a very puff move but i think ravenclaw is his thing for sure And then, oh, my poor kitty. Okay, sorry, that was a long pause. Uh, next, we have Ariel sisters. Now, I'm so sorry, but I put them all in one category because they're pretty much all the same personality. And the only movie that you really, like, kind of see their own individual personalities is in Ariel's Beginning. But, um, I did put them all in the same category because I think they are all Hufflepuffs. I think Ariel is the Slytherin in her Hufflepuff family. Um, yeah, maybe King Triton is a Hufflepuff. You know what, I'm gonna put King Triton as a Hufflepuff. And Ariel's sisters as a Hufflepuff. And then, yeah. Yep. Okay, so Ariel's sisters are Puffs. They literally support their sister through everything. They're so loyal to her, especially, you can tell, in Ariel's beginning when they do, like, anything to help Ariel, um, even though they will, like, when their dad tells them no, they will tell Ariel and discourage her from it, but they don't, like, rat out on her, you know? They're not snitch, snitch, snitches. Um, and also, so, my big thing is, their sister is literally, like, the star of every show. Like, they have, they sing together, and then she has her solo, and, like, they're so cool with it, and they're like, yeah, that's our sister's thing, they're so supportive, they're so loyal to their family, 
So for that reason, they are Hufflepuffs. All of them. If they made individual movies about each of the girls, we might reconsider. But I think they are all Hufflepuffs. And they're all such sweet souls. And so lovely. Okay, next we have Ursula. Now, I promise I tried not to put the villain in Slytherin. But Ursula is low-key a very, very much a Slytherin. Like, okay. <sighs> Here's why. Um, my main reason that I thought about this is because... Okay, so she wants to ruin, she wants to get King Triton's crown, right? She wants to be the ruler of Atlantis, or Atlantica. Um, I think it's, wait, where do they live? Atlantica? Okay, we're going with Atlantica. That's probably not what it's called. But, okay, she wants to be the ruler. So she n spies on his youngest child, who's his favorite child. Um, see, that makes her sisters even more puffs, like they know she's the favorite. She's their favorite child. Um, he, she sends her little goons out to spy on her ever, all the time. She finds out what she likes. Like, she's low-key stalking this girl. She finds out somehow that she likes his prince. How she found that out, I have no idea. But she finds it out. And then she makes her give up her voice so she will fail. And then when she almost makes it, she literally goes in and messes it up. And then, on top of it all, when she... Even though it probably they probably wouldn't have kissed in that time period, she goes and turns herself into a human, and tricks the prince, and then does this dramatic reveal, kidnaps Ariel, bar does a really good bargaining job, and becomes like the queen of Atlantis. Like, and then to make her make it even better, she decides to make herself giant because she thought that would be interesting. Like that's the most Slytherin Slytherin there is. Like. No one else, maybe a Gryffindor, but that's such a Slytherin attribute. Like, she is just Slytherin. Unfortunately, Disney makes all their villains Slytherins. Not my fault. Okay, so Flotsam and Jetsam, I thought long and hard for them. Um, I was gonna say Slytherin, but they really, they're not ambitious. Like, they just do what Ursula says. I was gonna say Hufflepuff, because they're very loyal, but they're not very patient or kind. So, I just decided that these would just be muggles. That Ursula, in case you don't know, muggles are non-magical folk. So, us people. Um, they would just be muggles who just, like, hung around their wizard friend. And didn't get into Hogwarts, but were still super supportive. And they're probably brainwashed anyways. So, I just said muggles because I don't think they fit into any house. They might. You should tell me. You can leave it on the Instagram post today. But... I do not think that they have any qualities for that. Okay, next is Scuttle. Now, this one for me was clear. He's definitely a Ravenclaw. Um, so, he gives me Luna Lovegood Ravenclaw vibes. So, he's very in the clouds. He kind of, kind of out there, whimsical. He collects things. Um, he's definitely the Ravenclaw in the friend group. But, yeah, that was my main thing. He's just very, he's very whimsical whimsical and very kind of out there and head in the clouds but also yeah he's not intelligent all right um next is max now this is the dog he is prince eric's sidekick and i put him in hufflepuff as well i think most sidekicks are hufflepuff just because they are very loyal and max is so friendly too like, he's just, he's a dog. All dogs are Hufflepuffs. 
And then last is Grimsby, which is that really tall, skinny dude, um, who's like Prince Eric's advisor, I think. I don't think he's his dad. He might be. Pretty sure he's just the advisor, but he is a Ravenclaw. Um, he's definitely very much an analytical thinker. He thinks about what could go wrong, how to not make sure it goes wrong. He, you know, he's just like that wise old figure, kind of like King Triton is. But maybe, maybe a little more Ravenclaw than King Triton, I would say. But yeah, okay, so those are all my people. Uh, this is about 15 minutes long. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you like my creative titles. They don't throw you off. Um... But yeah, I had super fun filming this, explaining these Hogwarts houses to you and putting Disney princesses in Hogwarts houses. So I'll probably do this episode once or twice a month and I'll have voting on my stories for not specific movies, but kind of like the genre of the movie. So for example, I put up Pixar and Disney and then Disney one, and then I put up princess or other and princess one. So this was the little mermaid. And I actually thought it was, a, I know that, um, this month was Cinderella's birthday. I think it was this week. Like, yeah, this week is Cinderella's birthday and I should have done Cinderella, but I was crazy. And I thought that I would do little mermaid cause it's her 30th anniversary this year, but that's not till November. So unfortunately I totally messed that up, but it's totally cool. I hope y'all enjoyed and had fun listening to this. And I'll see y'all in the next video. Next week for sure is going to be about Disney bounding. I know I said that last time, but I didn't have enough time to like plan out what I was going to talk about. So I'm definitely going to do Disney bounding next week. And I'm also joining in on the March Disney bound challenge. You can still vote on my poll if you don't want me to do that. I don't know when it's going to end, but you can vote. And I'm super excited. So yeah, I will see you all later in next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a super magical day.